This is an AMI podcast. From the 2018 Braille Conference, welcome back to this AMI Audio Live. Kelly McDonald, host of Kelly and Company. Ramya Muthid, my co-host, sitting beside me here on our set. And Ramya, it is a great time, great environment. These guys got everything going bright and early this morning. Mm-hmm. I was here, a little nice little opening uh, remarks. And then people had plenty of time to explore this exhibit hall and it's just great uh the exhibit hall the uh bistro where we've all had lunch a great buffet set out downstairs and upstairs they're here on this floor and downstairs they've got uh, halls where people are doing their uh, conversations their chats their panels and sharing with people so much going on and then of course a main room where uh, other presentations and panels will be held when they need to get us all kind of gathered in there together yeah, I got to check out some of the exhibitors area, and I finally played around with the buzz clip. Oh, that yeah, was your first time? That was my first time. Good we heavens. had uh, the creators on the show uh, earlier this year, but I never actually checked out the device, you know, firsthand, and it was really, really cool. Oh, that's definitely really great. lives up to it. Yep. It definitely does, and they're doing so much great stuff, as many of the people here. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, focus is Braille. But Braille nowadays, there's so much to it, as we'll learn over the next couple of days, Ramya. Absolutely. Right now, it's time for us to check in with our audio and tech contributor, Mike Fair. This is Mike Fair. I've been using an iPhone for about five years now, and it's become one of the most valuable tools I've ever owned. I'll share all the knowledge I've gained with you, as well as audio entertainment, accessible games, internet radio, and podcasts and audio dramas. We'll share it all here on Kelly and Company. Mike, we're going to be talking about GPS navigation on iOS devices. This is just part one. Uh, You're going to kind of do an overview uh, and then continue the series on. So uh, what's the basics? Like, how about how our devices actually know where we are? Can we start there? Sure. Well, the GPS in uh, basically iPhones and iPads don't have it. So it's really iPhones that have the GPS receiver built in. Uh, you can buy uh, external GPS receivers for iPads, but they even without those, uh, they can tap into the Wi-Fi network that you're on and get location data f- through that, through your internet connection. So uh, there's that. There's there's cell towers that your your iPhone can also tap into, uh, and iPads if they have cellular data uh, connection as well. So there, there's probably there's those ways and probably others that I'm not aware of that can be used to sort of firm up your location depending on where you are. Wow. Unbelievable. It's really amazing and so easy to, to stop and say, hey, well, this thing knows where I am and, and find me. Um, so what's so different about the various apps available if they're really kind of all making use of the same tools? Well, the, the information is the key, as they say, and that's really right. true for us. Uh, if you, you can make do, and some people do make do with the apps sure, that are made sure. for everyone, for sighted people, and uh, Google Maps uh, and, and the Maps app built right into your, your iOS uh, comes included uh, from Apple uh, are two primary examples. And I'll be covering those in my guide. And, and uh, I, I use the Maps basic- and I kind of like that. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm traveling with somebody, I've found ways of using it. There's a lot we don't get. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it, it, if, if that's all you need, like if you're dr- being driven somewhere or something like that, uh, it, it can give directions. You can do different things like that. Uh, so it, it can be the, now the thing with the map is it, it, it's online. It's strictly an online option. It's pulling data 
from, from the internet. Uh, so you'd better have a connection when you use that. Right. Uh, other other apps uh, such as uh, Seeing AI, um, or sorry, not Seeing AI, um, uh, Blind Square to a certain degree, and uh, 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 the uh, nearby Explorer, uh, that you can have, uh, basically you load preload the data onto your iPhone and not need to be connected. Uh, so that's that's one big advantage of nearby Explorer. The full version of that is you have U.S. and Canadian maps. Now that does take a whopping couple of gigs of your phone space, mm. but uh, it's possible and that can be handy in in certain situations. Right. Right. Yeah. The two big things that I'm always considering is battery usage and uh, storage of my phone for maps. But what do you think? Yeah. What do you guys think is the more use in the sense of? Usually people want to know what's near them or where do I go. And again, long as if you, you know, if you're saving, I mean, obviously you put your tracking on, but you have that directions, I guess, that you can unfold. What, what do you think people are using more, Michael? They're, are they, you know, going based on having a connection? Well, I would think so, because the one yeah. advantage there is you get the most up to date information. Yep. So as long as you, you, your data planning isn't too severe uh, in terms of its restrictiveness, uh, right. You you can use that and and it generally t I've heard a uh, rate of about a megabyte per like hour of use that in that range, so it's not huge you know it doesn't draw it doesn't suck you dry or anything but it it is uh, you know if you're a frequent user it will take a toll and of course your battery it, you're also you got to keep that in mind too for sure so you want a spare battery like a, an external battery you can get a, a nice pocket one that's that's uh, could easily charge your phone a couple of times for you know, 20, 30 bucks. So I know that, specifically iPhone users who just drain battery because they have location on pretty much all day sometimes. Right. And it's not just for, oh, yeah. I mean, we're talking for uh, travel reasons, but sometimes people just want to post updates on, let's say Instagram or um, Facebook or whatever. And you're using location services. A lot of external apps and social media now says, do you want to let people know where you are and just tag it along in your location? So people just constantly have their trackers on. Um, but Mike, yeah. a really interesting question do any of these apps that you talked about, Nearby Explorer, uh, Seeing AI, do they use advantage? Uh, do they use the camera to ever tell you about obstacles or anything like that, moving hazards? No, there's no travel app specifically that will do that. That will take advantage of the camera uh, to do that. So they, the only the only things that that any sort of navigation app is going to be aware of are the ones that are recorded in the data that they're accessing. Right. So, for example, I have landmarks in Blind Square that I put. Uh, as I've walked around the lake near my apartment and they have, I've got one where there was a tree for a long time that, uh, you know, the leaves, the branches would stick down and it would, it was kind of a little dangerous. And I have, yeah, I should, I need to update that and delete that because that tree is, is no longer there. So there are cases like that. You have to basically keep that stuff up to date if it's not mm -hmm. something that's going to be noticed by map services or things like that. So things like somebody got mad at that, that tree and came back with a saw one yeah. day <laughs> and said, this is, uh, yeah. this is enough it, of this. Well, I would exactly. imagine you're talking huge resource too. If you were utilizing that camera and that kind of thing where you're, you're you know, you're, you're, it's not yet there to as much as we have the intelligence. Yeah. It's not quite you there to really say you are on that. that. No, not yet. Yeah. Not, not yet. But yeah, like the, the only thing that would come close to that would be Ira. Which yep. is that new service where you could uh, you could sure. basically have someone sighted look at what your phone sees or what your glasses see yeah. and actually tell you. Uh, but I'm not sure that they uh, they want to use it for that that purpose. I haven't really dug into Ira yet. 
Uh, oh, well, but, uh, that, we were talking that, about this uh, earlier with someone who will be on the show a little later, so maybe we'll <laughs> oh, see if we awesome, get time. Awesome, we'll squeeze awesome. a bit of that in. Um, <laughs> any any stats or kind of logistics or tips on the amount of power that our phones use when we're using um, uh, when we're collecting uh, location data? It, it can go down pretty quick, like uh, if, if you because it's doing a lot at once. It's it's checking your position against whatever information it can draw in. Uh, receiving signal from a satellite and calculating where that puts you. I mean, it all takes resources. So, you know, just think about what you're doing as you're doing it. You're probably using a, a hopefully you're thinking of, of a Bluetooth method of, of hearing so you don't have a cable to get snagged on anything or things like that. Uh, you know, get a, a bone conduction headset or uh, if, if you want to be a little daring AirPods or EarPods, I'm, I'm mm. cautious with that. I, I think they block way too much sound. I'm so learning too many recommend... people are doing that, Mike. There are a lot yeah. of people comfortable yeah. right now with doing that, and I don't know if it's yeah. I've not I... used either. Same with bone conducting uh, in a traveling situation, but I've talked to well, several bone... people lately who say, oh, yeah, yeah, I like it. My ears are, are clear, and I can still yeah. listen and walk. <laughs> See, bone conduction, yes, that, that leaves your ears open, although you do have to get used to having that voice in, the, in your head, right. uh, in the center of your head as it's telling you things. Uh, but you know, with with that, at least your ears are unblocked. With the, with ear earbuds, like it, it's it's blocking most of your ear sure. canal. So you know, I wouldn't want to cross the street that way. Even even before my hearing loss, I'd hesitate yeah. to to ever dare do something like that uh, myself. Um, but uh, it's it's an interesting thought because I know, like I said, my reference is using something like Maps. I've used Blind Square a bit. Um, to get an idea of the amount of what I can do, it, it still escapes me a little bit. But one thing I do know is a lot of the ones designed for us to utilize as low vision or blind travelers cost a lot more. Oh, yeah. Yes. And that is because what you're paying for there, uh, first of all, you're paying for no advertising. Right. right. Because uh, yes. that, that's a lot of the ones for sighted people, the Apple Maps, the, uh, the, you know, the Google Maps, that you, you can have advertising pop up on, on that as you're navigating around. And it's not as hazardous to someone who's sighted as it would be if, if we had, you know, uh, something, uh, you know, supersede our announcement of an upcoming landmark that happened to be a, a marker you put in about a drop on the side of the path that you wanted to move a little away from rather than over. And, uh, you know, so that's the kind of thing that, that they can't do. So we don't, we can't give them our eyeballs. Uh, so they, basically they have to be very careful about the information they put out. You're also paying for customization mm -hmm. of information and you're, you're so extra like in, intersection is you're coming up to an intersection. It'll tell you more about that intersection than the average uh, app for sighted people would. Plus, ah, you know, the other perks point. like for, for uh, three, uh, blind square, for example, has 3d sound. When you, if you're wearing bone conduction headphones or, or, or God forbid ear, earbuds, uh, you'd, you'd hear, <laughs> you know, You'd hear positioned in in relatively where the the uh, in directional where you the landmark would be. It would might say uh, you know you're coming up to uh, Starbucks on the right or on, on at two o'clock, and you'd hear a bing at roughly two o'clock, preceding oh. that announcement to sort of give you that direction to. I thought you'd the, hear the, the machine landmark. frothing as the sound. You're there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm amazed no one's done that yet. Yeah, that, those that's little imminently possible. Indicators. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they okay. might stop figuring it'll confuse someone. They'll turn and say, hi there, can I well, get? That's, that's the thought. You don't want to distract <laughs> if, if you want. No. Like for me, I, I, I make darn sure I have none. Do not disturb. And I have nothing else but that voice 
uh, and, and navigational cues coming through. Uh, the rest of my hearing has to go to the environment and anyone else near me. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm very, very even, careful about that. Even having screen reader on half the time can be extremely distracting, right? Uh, scrolling through, figuring out how much longer you have to be in this direction before you turn. Uh, all that I find can be just as distracting as potentially ads for people visually looking at their navigation apps. So uh, really, you know, aside from do not disturb, are there any further customizations you can do with some of these apps to make sure that you're not getting uh, as much distraction? Well, think about uh, what you want to be alerted of. You can often fine tune what it will tell you in a given context. And also volume, you know, make sure you have the volume set so right. it's not this loud bellow, right? Just have it loud enough so you can hear, you know, what you need to hear and uh, be aware of your surroundings. So all of that is, and do not disturb, you know, that, that now is very customizable too. So you can have it uh, you know, set so it won't disturb you while you're traveling. Uh, you can have it set to even, you know, until I arrive at X destination, don't disturb me, right? So you can, you can do things like that now, thanks to iOS 12, that uh, could, could be quite helpful. Excellent. Mike, uh, can we name a few of these that we should recommend for people to give it a try? Yeah, uh, the Maps app comes in uh, included in iOS, so it's right in your iOS device. Uh, Blind Square is the cheaper of the two blindness-related uh, uh, and, and very popular uh, GPS uh, uh, things, so that's there. Google Maps, of course, is free. It's uh, the competitor to Maps. Uh, also, there are apps like Move It and Transit. Uh, which cover yep. basically transit uh, directions and things, and they they can integrate with uh, with the GPS apps as well. BlindSquare does that quite effectively, so uh, there's that to look at. Uh, and if you want to pay a little more, uh, actually a lot more, there's uh, Nearby Explorer, <laughs> which uh, you know, which is uh, now they do have a free online version that you can try out as well. So which if you don't mind that, again. Uh, nearby Explorer. Nearby that's Explorer, uh, that's okay. APH, I think, is, is the maker of that. Awesome. Uh, it, it might be NFB. It's one of those two. But uh, it, it's it's a very expensive but uh, premium GPS. Well, it uh, depends what you're currently. looking for, right? So there's a potentially something exactly. out there for yeah. everybody. Mike, awesome. Thank you so much. We'll uh, catch up with you at the rest of this series. We're going to be talking about uh, GPS navigation on iOS devices. Brock Richardson. Absolutely. He's, uh, He's in the house with us here on set. He'll be up next to talk a little bit NBA, and he's going to highlight the season and lets us in on what he considers the biggest surprise this year in the National Hockey League. All when we return with this AMI-audio live from the National Braille Conference in Toronto. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. 
Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.